Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Odyssey <laughs> <laughs> continues what's up, Dojo Nation. Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. This is our co-host Randy Griggs coming to you live from Lot B, Randy and Wah Wah, Lot B minus out here in uh, California. We don't have to talk about the weather. I want to get. I want to. Like, I want to know the weather. weather. Our intro. It's just like, what's the point? I mean, who cares? Well, actually, I was looking forward to your weather update to, today because it's like 29 degrees. I'm in a t-shirt, <laughs> shorts, and flip-flops, and feeling great about it. It's not 29 degrees. It's like 45 degrees, and you're ridiculous. <laughs> Classic. I, uh, I'm just now opening my wine. If you can hear that cork, and look at this. Speaking of wah wah. Let With that cor- cork squeak, baby. Uh oh, we've got sign. we've got corkage. We've got corkage, but hopefully everything works out because this is a lovely bottle. It's actually the exact same bottle I had the last time we did this pairing, and I'm very excited. Randy, it's we're wrapping up season two, baby. This is our we're doing a few wild card episodes. I don't know how deep we're going to go into that, but uh, this is uh, this is kind of a reflection. We're reflecting back on the year with the New Year's Eve. And just like reflecting on what went right in 2020, what went wrong in 2020. We're not uh, going to be going over what went wrong in 2020. No, <laughs> we're just being super positive, focusing on what went right. And uh, I'm, I'm looking at this. I actually went back and watched the episode that uh, I'm, I'm smoking the Connecticut and uh, drinking Chardonnay tonight. We'll get into our pairings. We're going with our favorites from the season. But uh, I, this was from like the second episode of the season. And I went back and I watched it today because I wanted to see exactly which wine it was that I drank the first time. Turns out it's the exact same wine I'm drinking tonight. But like, I must have just trimmed my beard. It was all tight and clean. The sun was out. We were in like t-shirts. It looked so nice. And now it's like I'm looking all scraggly and it's cold. I know you're still wearing a t-shirt, but you're just a weird human being. <laughs> uh, well, well, that's all fair. I'm excited about being here and what we're going to do tonight. So uh, before we get started, though, if, if I could go ahead and let the people know that we really appreciate it when you hit share on the on the live feed there on your Facebook. We'd love to have uh, our 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 fun and excitement and our voices reach all of your uh, all of your personal social networks so we can continue to build this fabulous industry uh, community. Pardon me. Uh, and. Uh, and I just w- want to get the giveaway stuff out of the way. or Get it, I get the giveaway out of the way. Because tonight is the biggest giveaway that we've ever done here on Flavor Odyssey. And I'm super excited. We've got some uh, folks who, uh, joining us back at headquarters out there in Colorado. But we'll get to them in just a moment. Um, 
And I want to share with everybody how excited we are about these giveaways. We have three winners that are going to win a giveaway tonight. Uh, our man Jack Heyer came through big on the show last week as a as a sit-in guest, and he tripled I'm down. Really glad he's not here this week. It's oh, I've Jack got some bad here, news. He is. It's so hard to get through a show and to take it seriously and to just even get. Oh, Wait. oh okay. <laughs> that's awkward. That's awkward. Oh, we're glad to have uh, you back again, Jack. And thank you again for tripling down. Uh, Jack headlined us up with one pewter ashtray, a year of the rat edition. These things are gorgeous ashtrays. My favorite ashtray. I've got the Liga Pravada version myself. Um, but uh, but Jack went ahead and said it's the end of the year. Let's 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 make three uh, winners out of the show tonight. So what, what we're going to ask you to do is like the show or respond in any way to the show, share the show, and then get your butt on over to dojoverse.com and post a picture of the pairing that you're joining us with tonight and hashtag favorite pairing. It's got to be one of the pairings that we chose from the, from the year, from uh, our six uh, uh, rapper chapters or one of the uh, wild cards. Uh, it's going to take a ton of work for me to go and validate that you did all of these things on both platforms. So I'm putting in the oh, work. Oh, boy, and, Randy, and, you're so, you worked so hard. <laughs> I gotta, I He's gotta not looking for any credit. I'm over here taking my picture. Sorry, go ahead. I, I got to sit here and I got to push buttons. Um, but, but we're giving away three pewter ashtrays. Uh, one of those fine winners is going to win a five-pack of Drew Estate Cigars. The next winner is going to win a Tupperdor full of cigars from the Flavor Odyssey Humidor. So it's about 15 cigars. And the grand prize winner is going to be, in addition to the beautiful Year of the Rat Drew Estate Pewter Ashtray, is going to be a Zycar gift pack that's coming straight from oh, Robbie snap. and I. That, that has, has a Zycar 5 uh, cigar travel humidor, a Zycar X2 lighter, a... Um, I'm sorry, X2 cutter, of uh, a uh, waterproof and um, torch lighter, as well as a travel Zycar stainless steel ashtray. These things all are adorned, uh, all adorned with uh, Flavor Odyssey stickers, I assume. Of course. How could they not? Well, you know what we should do is on some of those, we should just cut out our heads and just stick our faces on different things. What do you think? I think that'd be cool as shit. I think that would, that would make for a great ashtray. Just a bunch of little Robbie and uh, and Randy faces all over everything. I like referring to myself in the third person. I never do it, but it's fun. I get like a, you get like a, I get like a jolt of energy when I do it. Nice. Is that weird? Because it Phenomenal. feels like a faux pas. Describe like, where on that, your body. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's not like you have a tramp stamp or anything weird. No, that'd be strange. Yeah. 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 Show's canceled. All right. Uh, get you, find your, go get your giveaways from. Hit up Randy for your giveaways. They're not coming. That's it. That's it. We're done. All right, plug. Rob. Back to you. If you want to continue the introductions and get us going, talk about what we're going to be pairing here tonight. You know, Randy, you've become such a professional that I show up two minutes before the show and I just let you do everything. Like I don't even. I don't prepare anymore. I have three beers before the show starts. And that's uh, that's that's my routine now. I just let you take it from there. I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm. This is our host, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I appreciate your enthusiasm and your dedication to your craft. And 
That's that's I, how Smoke Night Live worked for years. It was just yeah, one guy, one guy puts in the legwork, and another guy brings. You're bringing the flavor to the Flavor Odyssey. You drink three <laughs> beers and say, "Hey, I'm gonna riff and I'm gonna make it work." And that's you know that was, that was much, the recipe. That's, that's oh, I, I had no idea that uh, that you did so much preparation, Jack. That's impressive. Yeah, uh, at least three beers. Three at least three beers a show. That's not easy. I mean, you want to you want to talk about getting into this mental state? <clears throat> yeah, it's just the sheer caloric intake. Yeah, I'm putting, my, I'm putting my, myself through hell. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie's putting himself through heaven and hell to make this show happen. You think it's easy? This is uh, this. Uh, see, now I'm glad, Jack. <laughs> yeah, we last time we were cutting you down. This time we're building you up. Oh, so you can cut me down again? That's great. Yeah, eventually, uh, of, of course. I, I mean, so I guess, I mean, we've kind of buried the lead here, obviously. Jack Heyer in studio, joining us this week with the, well, in studio in wherever the hell you guys are. Not oh, there you go. Hey. Stop. Dude, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> oh, oh, that's too much. oh, come on. It is too much, actually, oh. now. Too All much? Right, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> Jordan can't figure uh, out how to turn it off. Just a 45 minute standing ovation. For the podcast listeners, I just did a sweet half pipe drop in into the show. Uh, all right. So, uh, so move you right along. Apparently, Rob was serious about just letting me do all this. Uh, no, so no, he just, wasn't. I was just throwing it back to Colorado. Let's, let's just, Randy, just stay in your lane. All right. Let's, you're just, you're easing over into my lane. Turn on your lane assist in your car to keep you kind of centered uh, and, uh, and just be quiet for a minute. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, so this week we are, we're revisiting season two. We're going with our favorite pairings. And let's just get, let's start right now and just kind of go around the room. Go around the room. Let's introduce ourselves. Uh, tell us what your, uh, what your sign is and what, uh, you know, what you like to do in your free time. Um, I'm, I'm actually on the Virgo Libra cusp. If you will, right on the last day, I, I'm a Virgo with. We're going back to the tingle thing, huh? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you just said. You said tingle, <laughs> but I, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into that. Um, so I went with the pairing that really just surprised me the most out of season one. I don't know if it was my absolute favorite, but it's the one that I think about the most and like I talk about the most. So I'm smoking the Hoya de Nicaragua uh, numero uno from the. Uh, Obras Maestras series, <clears throat> and in, in the this is only available in a. It's got two vitolas. What's the second vitola? There's the there's the Le Premier, which came out this year. And then I forget what the other one is named. I'll look it up. I'm, I got to be honest. I wasn't. I La Bastador. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> and then there's the size what? even before that. Yes, which is well, like which an exclusive. One am I La Bastard. Whatever the Lancero. That's, that's the Le Premier. Le Premier, very, very fantastic, fantastic cigar. <clears throat> and if you remember, back to episode two from season two, we paired it with a Chardonnay. I'm actually going with the exact pairing. Sorry, I was, I was I, reading my I didn't think you were going to get a T in there. I had to get it in there. <laughs> it's going to drive me nuts. The exact pairing that I had in, uh, and you can't really read that. It's uh, Duckhorn Chardonnay circa 2015. Very, very nice Chardonnay. Heavier on the oak, so it's got more of that kind of buttery uh, flavor to it uh, that I think holds up really nicely with the cigar. It's the exact same pairing that we had uh, in season two, or at least that I had in season two. Absolutely loved it. Was I, I went back and watched that episode, like I was saying, 
And this was for, I think for all of us, the first time that we had ever paired a cigar with any sort of white wine. So uh, that to me, it just, that one stands out to me in, in the entire season. Randy, where did you go with today? I went with the El Wewense with rye. Um, this is from our Corojo chapter of the uh, of the second season. I am drinking, I have two ryes here actually. Um, I, I have, I'm starting off with the one I know I'll love. This is just Mictor this, straight. The Michter's straight rye has literally been um, the juice that has made me feel confident in saying that I think rye is my favorite spirit, uh, Ooh, even wow. above above and beyond bourbon. I've, I've, I, but I will admit I've only been drinking spirits long enough that, that I, I only just recently feel like I've now drank enough of these to even be able to discern that I have a favorite. Um, so it's still kind of a fluid thing, but yeah, I, I, I like the spiciness of the rye, the bite that it, that it has, um, uh, even over some of my favorite bourbons, I, bourbon would come in a close second. Um, but I also wanted to try this bad boy. I've never had the angels envy brand Ooh. anything before. Um, and so I grabbed the angels envy finished rye. This is uh, rye whiskey finished in Caribbean rum barrels. Uh, and it's a hundred proof. Um, top so, notch baby. So yeah, that's, I, I, that's top notch stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll migrate to that at some point during the night. I will acknowledge, and I'm sorry, Eric. Uh, you know, I, I've got I've got an ice sphere uh, in in my in my glass, but as I get a little more in me, I might you know just just pour one straight and, and, and go neat towards the end of this. Does it hurt? That's <laughs> right. We'll let Ray, you slide. Randy, you do you and yeah, don't apologize. Yeah, yeah, you do you. I'm gonna do me. You do you all day. You do you. Don't, whoa, don't apologize. <laughs> Uh, all right, boys, what do you got uh, cooking back there in Colorado? Jordan, what do you got? Here I am floating <laughs> between you. It's like That's I'm not a song. I, I haven't seen that one yet. I went with the old, my father, going Lancero mm. on this bad boy, because that's what they had. Pretty cool. And I just realized when I'm toasting a Lancero, I like to creep down the stick. <laughs> creep, I'm creeping down, creeping down all the way to here. What? I'm not. <laughs> what does that mean? Not, you know, like usually <laughs> you you, you toast a cigar right like this. Uh, like, oh, I'm burning the the middle of the cigar. Creeping down, creeping, creeping. <laughs> Here we weirdest. go. Ultimate control. The fact that Jordan's just hovering on my shoulder and doing this is <laughs> disgusting. He's, he's hovering on your shoulder and shafting, no less. <laughs> and uh, and uh, triple. This is New Belgium. Nice. Triple. Nice. That was that was a good pairing too. That, I actually kind of forgot about that one, but that's a, that was a good. Says, one. a golden sweet and pleasant dry Belgian style ale. Mm. Wow. Sounds delicious. Couldn't have been a creepier description of what you had going on over there, but I <laughs> yeah. agree with the I agree with the pairing. This was from September something. <laughs> September twenty third. There you go. Well, it's Habano wrapper, right? Habano wrapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, what did you go with? I don't think, it, to this point, any of us have chosen the same wrapper, which is interesting. But I, I, I went from the Sumatra line. Um, this was my, my appearance on this season. But I don't know if you guys remember. I, I was on the show, but I did not smoke or drink. So I had to redeem myself by having the sun dog with a little Blantons. Ooh. So this is the, the Sumatra and bourbon. Nice. And I, nice. And I picked the sun dog, and I'm having a great time. 
<laughs> I I went with a I actually picked my pick from the uh it was a wild card episode, the Cameroon, and tonight I'm going with the War Zone from Espinosa nice. and General Cigars. Mm. I think the originally on that episode I went with the Don Carlos, which I have also right here in case Humble brag. In case I need to um in case I finish this guy. In case some sort of some sort yeah. of fight breaks out. And and I went with the and that's that was paired with the mojito and I'll, Jeez, I'll that's talk a generous mojito. I know. I'll talk later about why I, I went this route, but um just uh, truth be told, I was leaning towards what Robbie picked mm. uh, because that I also agree with Robbie in that for some reason I always think back to that pairing, um, but in my mind I, I had to switch at the last minute just and I'll explain that later. But so mojito and Cameroon is where I'm going, guys. Delicious. It's so it is it is interesting um, that we'll get into that a little bit, but. My top four choices, I, I, I narrowed it down to four. I went with the, the one that I picked, the one that Randy picked, the one that Eric picked, and one that nobody picked. Hmm. So Would that be the Sumatra and Zin? It, no, it was, uh, oh crap, now I can't think of what it was. No, it was whatever we did the, um, the old Cuban cocktail with. That, I remember. Re- I remember really enjoying that one, but I can't remember what the pairing was. I, I can't remember the, the cigar. Was excellent. Yeah, that was the um, torch. Jack was right. Was oh yeah, the torch. Yeah. yeah. That, the the sheet is in front of me. I don't remember. Yeah, it's right. I, I didn't have. Uh, I didn't have a torch, so that one. Uh, I didn't have another cigar, so that one actually got thrown out. Well, so. uh, just can I ask a point of clarification, real quick, uh, Eric? Your glass looked to have a, a hue of brown in it. Are you <laughs> drinking a? That was my nickname uh, in college. Uh, <laughs> hue of brown. Is 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 that uh, is that a barrel aged rum mojito? Believe it or not, uh, this is uh, Diplomatico in my mojito. Oh, nice. I'm not. I am not messing around tonight, folks. Pinkies up. That's that's legit. Yeah. And I, I made a Jordan made fun of the size of this mojito, but honestly, I don't think that's crazy out it's of line. Yes, it uh, is. And it not is. only that, the but motion in the ocean. The I, yeah, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to have it last throughout the sh- episode. It just so. needs one, and as yeah. the ice melts, it will water it down. Phenomenal. Yeah. He's he's a grown man. He can make his own decisions. <laughs> I don't. And think Eric, I support it one hundred percent. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. <laughs> just don't drive home. That's all I. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, 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 no. So, so you know, we'll 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 get into to some of the uh, uh, interesting things that uh, why each one of us chose uh, the pairings that we did. But this was, uh, you know, the concept from the very beginning when when we set out mm-hmm. to uh, open the book. You know, obviously, season one was all beer, um, and we decided to open the book and introduce any and all libations and to pair them with specific wrappers. Uh, um, the idea was. There's going to be something that for each one of our palates is, you know, made a serious impression. And it's something that, I, that I've that i really uh, kind of uh, been conflicted and wrestled with for, for a few months, Rob, since you called it out. That, that in, in season one, we were very, very um, succinct on the intensity had to match properly. The flavor hook had to be 
relevant. And that's what we chose our, our thumbs up or down on, where this season, because of the variants of different libations and different cigars that we were smoking, uh, you, you aptly you know, called out on one of the shows that we have not been as consistent as to why we chose to give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. So I think that's kind of an interesting talking point as we go through these things. And, and I think everyone will, will see that, um, you know, Again, we, and we talk about it all, all the time. Flavor is subjective. Uh, it, it, it's it's to each of our own palates. It's to the scenarios that we're in, and you know, so many different uh, elements or aspects of a pairing can really excite your palate or get get you pumped. Or you know, to to your point, my, what you're what you chose for your perfect pairing for tonight may not even be your favorite, but it's something that just really resonated with you. And and so I'm I'm excited to kind of hear. Uh, why everyone chose uh, the pairing that they did? Yeah, it's 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 interesting, and and <clears throat> that didn't really hit me until I don't know five or six episodes ago when I brought this up. That you know we kind of got away from the format, and now granted that was the format of season one, and it was everything was very specific. We were drinking the same beer, we were smoking the same cigar, so everything was great. Everything was kind of graded, so to speak, on the same criteria uh, for for each of us. So. It was easier to say, well, we can we can reference very specific things for each pairing because we're dealing with the same components. In season two, that's not the case. We went, uh, we opened up the book, as you said, and I like the way that you put that. Um, to <laughs> one, make it a little bit easier because <laughs> having to get the exact same cigar. Well, we had, we had the same cigars, but the same uh, beverage every time, uh, and trying to make it, you know, so people could pair along with us. That is a little bit difficult. But uh, opening things up, and I will say, like, with this, even with this pairing, I started with a different wine. Uh, just before the show, I was, I had lit up my cigar and I opened up a, a different bottle, uh, a Cali Hart uh, Chardonnay uh, from the Central Coast, I think, uh, in California. And very good Chardonnay, but not as heavily oaked, so it's, it doesn't have that, that kind of buttery flavor to it, uh, that oakiness to it, and the, the bigger body, really, it has a thinner body to it. And the pairing just was off for me. I didn't really enjoy it quite as much. And so I asked my wife to bring me out the bottle of Duckhorn, and I opened this one up. Luckily, we had another one. Um, but I wanted to do something different while doing something that was the same, if that makes sense. Um, but uh, it's, it's just interesting how even something like that, where you're just going with a different Chardonnay from a different, uh, just from a, a different uh, uh, vintner in a different year, can, totally be, can be totally different. Totally, totally different, uh, and have a completely different experience. So this year, we while we did get away from talking about uh, the flavor hook and the uh, intensity and kind of matching those things up, I think it made sense uh, given that we weren't, you know, using the same, uh, the exact same components. We we were experiencing different things, but it also made me wonder, like, there's and that's part of the reason that I revisited this one. Because I, this one always stuck out in my head, and I remember being super surprised by it. It was like, wow, this is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's really good, right? <laughs> Randy just took his first sip of the, uh, if you're listening on podcast, and you didn't get to see his, his uh, physical reaction. Uh, he took his first sip of the Angel's Envy Rye that's uh, finished in rum barrels. And that is just, it's that is exceptional. very, very good. Yeah, when, when you guys said it was sweet, I was kind of scared that it would overrun the cigar, and it's not nearly as sweet as Jordan led me to believe it would be. It's comparatively sweet. Sure. Like if you, you compare it, 
if, if you're yeah, relatively speaking, thank you. If you line up and you do a blind tasting of four rye tomorrow, you'll be able to pick that one out because it tastes it's much sweeter than most rye. Very very good though. Um, and I was in the middle of making a good point. And I can't remember Sorry. what it was, but uh, maybe it wasn't a good point. We're probably better to be sidetracked. But it's it, it, the reason that I picked this is because I want. This is my point. I wanted to revisit it and see was it really as good as I thought it was, or was I just blown away by the fact that this is the first time that I've ever tried to pair a cigar with white wine, and I was just kind of wowed by it because I wasn't expecting anything. It's like if you go into a movie with really high expectations, it can be great, and you still are like, oh, well, they did this wrong, they could have done this better. But if you go in and you don't expect anything, like, you don't know, Bill and Ted's or something, you just want to be entertained, you could leave thinking it's the best movie ever. So I, I wanted to uh, kind of check myself um, and see if this pairing really lived up to the uh, to the hype that we all gave it, um, you know, eight months ago or whenever we when did we do this? This was uh, in well, June, it, I believe. This was June third. You might as well uh, have been so, eight months ago. Yeah, oh, well, four months ago. You know, five, six months ago. Whatever, however many. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, that's that's why how I ended up on this one. Uh, do we? Let's go around. Let's let's figure yeah. out how everybody Wait, ended up where they. Real quick, Jordan, how did you end up? Before uh, you get on with, me, Frankie. Uh, Caraballo, Randy, describe that envy rye. Just give us like four flavor des descriptors. Boom! You only had a couple sips. Go and two in Spanish. <laughs> um, uh, it definitely has a, a certain um, a note of canela, which uh, oh. in in English is actually cinnamon, and and that Could that resonates. Said I said that, two in Spanish, Jordan. That was the joke. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's not Randy. He was like the biggest D-bag yeah. ever. Well, Randy would do that. <laughs> Randy is a D-bag. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody's arguing that. But <laughs> oh, I, was, I, was try, I was trying to... Randy to pronounces Mercy Lago. Challenge. <laughs> Actually, if it, if it was a true Spanish pronunciation, it would be Murcialago. Yeah, you do like the um, Barcelona. But, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He, but, he, but he no. just takes the time to pronounce it correctly, Jordan. Oh, yeah. No, no, but, but cinnamon came across uh, right, right away, which is probably what made me um, uh, make the face that I did because it is uh, right in line with the Corojo uh, it will say that, that right. I'm smoking. Uh, it definitely has a, a, a sweeter note. Obviously, I, I already mentioned I'm, I'm coming. Uh, straight off the mictors, and so it's not as dry. It does have more sweetness, but along with that sweetness comes some really nice caramel uh, depth that uh, that struck me right away. And for a hundred proof, and well, I have ice in it. It's a, it's just a little itty bitty chip at this point. It's still warm. Um, uh, I don't get a ton of um, like that sharp heat bite that I would have uh, probably expected from a hundred proof. Uh, and I, I'm guessing some of the the sweetness. Um, Kind of mellows that on the palate, uh, but it, while I say sweet, it definitely doesn't leave any kind of like lingering sweetness I, either. It finishes uh, rather dry, and uh, so caramel, cinnamon, and uh, and and sweet would be my my quick. I've had two sip, but there you go. Yeah, dulce, and, and and sweet is dulce in Spanish. Well my, done, my well ex, done. My ex girlfriend's <laughs> nickname. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 we've already heard from Jack. Jack's doing his pairing because he's the guy that showed up in his apartment with no ability. You okay, to I, I you know I'm not in some ivory tower where I can just smoke wherever I want and have good internet and good lighting and good audio. So you know I had to make some I had to make some judgment calls. Was I going to walk around 
my neighborhood in the dark and smoke and drink, or was I going to, you know, yeah. be professional and make inappropriate jokes, but not <laughs> smoke, unfortunately. All right, so we've got Rob and Jack's reasoning. Uh, Jordan, why, why don't you let us know what, what was it about the my father and the Belgian triple that uh, made you want to uh, revisit? Couple, so. couple of reasons. A, I didn't even do the real pairing last time. I had a, I had a my father. One of those, one you know, you, know, you name you it. Know. Just throw that <laughs> sub band on there. La Palencia, <laughs> the judge, whatever the heck it is. Oh, we lost somebody. Hold on. That would be on you, producer. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh. No. lost us. Yeah, that's right. I look better that way. For the podcast uh, listeners, I just did a sweet, another sweet drop-in from a mini ramp. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same t- another uh, at the same time, the I wouldn't say that either the cigar or the beverage would be my favorite cigar of the of the season or the favorite beverage of the season. You know that. If I was putting like my ultimate list, I might have like the, the bourbon, you know, and and the dogma, or like the the old, an old fashioned with the Ashton VSG. But but together yeah. somehow, I love the spiciness that the triple brings to the table that plays off that same cabinet spice of the Habano from the My Father, and it, you know it's a, just a classic, nice little cabinet spice pairing there. But it's interesting yeah. that you picked a beer. Um, with that That's because true. you know that you'd think my wheelhouse is more right, bourbon your wheelhouse is I want to go outside the wheelhouse a little bit mm-hmm. I yeah. actually appreciate it because we did bourbon so often during the season right. Randy wanted to do it every week and <laughs> so did I. it was like, whenever Randy and I like the conversations start out with well what do you want to bourbon no I don't want to go oh uh, uh, Cigar City Maduro no it's, <laughs> we, have to, we have to mix it up a little bit buddy like we can't just keep doing that over and over <laughs> So uh, I'm glad that you guys uh, and all no none of us picked bourbon. I mean, Randy got the closest. Uh, well, so Jack that, picked oh, no, bourbon. Jack, Jack, well, Jack, no, Jack, Jack <laughs> come on! He did pick bourbon. Which Jack I'm an did. unlikely. But we bourbon. all we all have different wrappers, right? Everyone yeah, picked a different wrapper. We all have different wrappers. There's no uh, there's no Maduro wrappers. Those were those were the two things when everyone called their uh, their parents that that really stood out to me that none of us doubled up on rapper and for those listening and watching that was not planned we did communicate what we were doing just so we didn't have an exact duplicate uh, but it was not planned to try and spread it out it totally organically was uh, all different rappers. I did jump in uh, early and claim the numero uno. Yeah, I, that was my, that was my first pick. Was the numero uno? <laughs> I think we all was. Yeah, we all was. Yeah, we all just wanted I to smoke a numero uno. And I bet most of us wanted to do it for the same reason. Yeah. Because it was just so different. Like, was it really as good as I remember it being? It's like watching a movie the third time. Like, was it really that great? It couldn't uh-huh. have been that great. Oh. And I mean, so far, I'm only you know one glass in, but. So far, so good, man. This is this is a phenomenal cigar, and uh, this wine is phenomenal. Um, I, I do love a good. Uh, it, I love Chardonnay, but it seems like I only like the really high end Chardonnay. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I, I like to think that I'm the right amount of bougie. But uh, you know, is maybe, there a right amount? Did, did there you, is. There's <laughs> a sweet spot. There's Wait, for sure a sweet spot. There's did, a sweet spot. Did you say the right amount of douchey? Is that what he that said? That too. <laughs> that too. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think they cut, go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I know. Like pink, I pinky know. wrapped with pinky. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, uh, let, Eric let's, let's, yeah, hear, let's hear what inspired hear you to choose your, your pairing. So uh, this was easy for me because um, 
mojito is one of the best drinks that you can have with any cigar. And the, here's the odd thing. Like, we talked about, like, why you pick certain things. And, and I think, like, some, sometimes you're looking for the flavor hook that where they, they go together. You know, like, okay, it's a, a coffee and you're, and you're drinking a tobacco, right? You know, like, they go yeah, together, yeah. right? Or, you know, an imperial stout with, like, a dark Maduro or whatever, that kind of thing. Like, those go together. And that makes sense. But I think, personally, uh, when you have a Cameroon-wrapped cigar, the, the taste of the Cameroon is so fun and subtle that you want to have as much of that fun and subtle flavor as you possibly can. And so what the Mojito offers you in this pairing is... Every time you take a sip of it, it's like clearing your palate out because you have the, the citrus and you have the mint. And so that kind of clears your palate out. And so then every you know, time you get back to the cigar, you're getting to taste that fun, s- semi-sweet, subtle spices of the Cameroon wrapper that maybe that I think almost any drink would, other than the mojito or maybe other similar types of drinks, would pull away from the Cameroon. So, like, if I wasn't doing a mojito with a Cameroon, I might just opt just for, like, a Topo Chico. You know, something like that. I don't want anything that is going to distract from the Cameroon wrapper because it's so distinct on its own and, and it's subtle. It's not a in-your-face flavor. So, for me, the mojito clears the palate. It's fun. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like, Jack... It's like a nice little reset. It makes me feel like I'm sitting in Vegas... The yeah, sun is the yeah. sun is hot. It's hot, but I got some mister. You know, like those water no, but misters you're coming down. No, I'm outside. Yeah, inside. No, it's too hot outside. I, I'm outside. outside. <laughs> no. He's inside. He's at a, this he's is at a, not your fantasy, Robin. He's at a strip this club. Is, <laughs> this is my fantasy. Let me have it. I'm you're outside. In the, in the mall in between, like the Bellagio and whatever hotel. It's 105 <laughs> degrees, and if I were to drop a crayon on the ground, it would just melt. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I've got my cigar, I've got mo- my mojito, I'm people watching. Like, to me, mm-hmm. this is the ultimate cigar pairing with a drink. A mojito and a Cameroon, fantastic. I like that. I like the, yeah. I like yeah. the word picture you painted for us there. Yeah, there ab- absolutely. I, I think that's a great example of, of what flavor can do and why, you know, uh, at least for myself, I'll only speak for me here, but, but why I was excited and passionate to do the, this uh, show because I think that is what flavor can do is it can transport you to, uh, to a fantasy right. c- scenario that, that, uh, that your, that your olfactory, your, the aromas and the taste that, you, that you're having can, uh, you know, wh- whether it's transporting you back to a, a period of, of your past, whether it's grandma's cooking and it reminds you of being in the kitchen back in the day or, or if it's people watching on the Vegas Strip, uh, that's one of the beautiful things about flavor. And, and, and I also commend you, Eric, on, uh, uh, you know, the, the difference between a complementary and a, and a contrasting pairing. It's, it's so much easier. You find such ease in finding complementary flavors that, that just resonate with each other. It's, it's easy to describe. It's easy to experience. But but really understanding that contrasting flavor to your point of the the sweet woodiness that Cameroon is going to uh, introduce versus that minty bright citrusy character um, it, it, it they they almost are in conflict on your palate which brings them both to life right. in 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 a little bit more uh, special way than just uh, extending from one to the other right yeah absolutely I'm I'm scrolling through the uh, the list from season two and. Just to see which ones uh, like stood out 
for me. And the rye with Elway Wednesday, which Randy's smoking, was one. The old Cuban uh, with the JFR Lunatic was uh, on my list. I just didn't have another one of those cigars, unfortunately. Uh, scrolling down, the old-fashioned with the Ashton VSG, yeah. that was a very oh, yeah. good pairing. Really enjoyed that uh, one. Uh, 10 yeah. in the root beer, right? <clears throat> yeah, that was that was good. I, I, I liked that one. The Hot 10 is such a good cigar. I feel like I feel like if I would have paired that with like an... Like a glass uh, like of a milk. <laughs> like a Highland Scotch would have been would have been really really good. Um, and well, the, I, I actually I thought about that one quite a bit, and what I've found because I've actually tried to re- revisit that on my own. Somebody in the, uh, a in few the audience times. is doing that one. I can't remember. We saw I think, it. Called I think Chad, Chad, Chad to Chad. Chad. Yeah. Chad, Chad to Chad, my main man, uh, is, 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 is uh, pairing that one tonight. But w- one of the things that I found with root beers is I tried to revisit that with a few different root beers. Is you actually have a a pretty wide range of sweetness and roots. And so some I found to be amazing pairings and some were just disgustingly cloyingly sweet root beers that just uh, detracted from the flavor. I might of the go uh, root beer float on that one instead. <laughs> now we didn't get uh, uh, Randy's. Uh, yeah, Randy, why did you pick yours? That's right. We did. We skipped you. Um, well, I chose. Just not even a little bit prepared for the question. Oh, wait, wait but how, who are you to ask? <laughs> while, Randy, while Randy gathers his thoughts, Jordan, I know you've been doing this, but they've been, they're harder for us to see, or at least for myself. Uh, pop up everybody who's chiming in with what they're pairing. I'm curious to see uh, what everybody's pairing with. So if you're out there and you're pairing with something from, from uh, the season, just chime in with it. Even if you've already done it, do it again. Uh, just for uh, indulge me because I'd be curious to see them. They they pop up on the side of my screen sometimes. If I don't have it on full screen, I don't see them. I like this. We're all the way at the end of the second season before we break the barrier of just like shouting out orders to, to Jordan. Jordan, uh, go ahead and uh, <laughs> Jordan, uh, cue, cue those up for me, would you? Do the applause Havana, again for another ten Havana minutes. Havana mule. What's what's a Havana mule? Is that with rum? It's got to be with rum. It's with rum. It's got to be with rum. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, well, um, well, anyway, Randy, well, go ahead. Yeah, well, we go ahead and watch those. I'll, I'll say, you know, honestly, again, um, this was this was a very self-centered and selfish pairing, as I've found that Rye is one of my favorite spirits. Elwa Wednesday is honestly one of my favorite cigars from one of my favorite manufacturers and uh, and agricultural developers in Agonorsa Leaf, and 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 I love what Nick does with their tobacco. Um, so you you get uh, a sweet, uh, very heavy spice. Not a not a ton of black pepper, but uh, but a ton of uh, like I feel like this cigar keeps you. Uh, I I could just like sit here and ponder whether it's more nutmeg, allspice, or cinnamon. It's it's really the the whole cabinet of spices uh, that I get from this with the, with that great sweet uh, Nicaraguan uh, uh, corojo wrapper. Um, and both of these uh, uh, ryes are quite different from each other, and and both have uh, different aspects that are pairing best with this cigar i i would like to share if, if you don't mind real quick rob uh i've been doing some you know thinking you know as, as we near the end of Uh-oh. The year, <laughs> here we go hang on i find myself reflecting on friends and family and the relationships that are important to us and there's no relationship as important to flavor odyssey than the one that we have with drew estate we're thrilled to continue that relationship in 2021. Drew Estate has cigars for every kind of cigar smoker, whether it's something sweet, like for the heat, like Deadwood Sweet Jane, something refined Cuban-esque, like Herrera Esteli, or something to celebrate the special occasions in life, like Liga Pravado. Drew Estate has you covered. 
You like limited releases? Well, have you even tried the Year of the Rat, yeah, the BOTL, and the Shady 20? Well, if not, head to <laughs> DrewEstate.com forward slash store locator and find a Drew Estate retailer nearest you and experience the rebirth of cigars. One such Drew Estate retailer is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. That's Smoke In. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com and sign up for their Cigar of the Month Club or choose a pack of one of your favorite premium brands today at smokein.com. Robbie Rez, back to you. Well done. Wow. Was, yeah, oh my gosh. Now, now Randy's going to read Everybody Poops. Really <laughs> that was incredible. That that was, I, I'm getting you, a little misty over here. I just are you unbuttoning your shirt, Jack? I think that I'm frozen. Oh, I look like you. <laughs> I'm about to do it. Uh, <laughs> the Superman. Actually, let's 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 cut them off the screen because something weird is about to happen. Uh, no, it's and, and Jordan, thank you for posting up everybody else's pairings. It's it's interesting to see what uh, what everybody was doing. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about the fact that none of us picked the same rapper. And and when when uh, Randy says that it was not planned, I know that makes it sound like it was. It really wasn't. <clears throat> I none of us really talked about what we were going to smoke until yesterday. Smoke and pair until yesterday. And like I said, I did the, the live on Monday because Randy never does them. And uh, after a full day at work, I came home and I just said, you know, the first thing I got to do before I, I don't even get to go pee. I have to go do this live video to make sure that everybody <laughs> knows what we're doing for uh, for Flavor Odyssey this week. Yeah, it's the world's <laughs> smallest violin. Um, <clears throat> uh, some cheese to go with my wine. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I did claim this one first because I felt like everybody would want to revisit it. But it was and even. Even all the extras, the, the, the top five that I thought about pairing, no Maduros. Yep. That's so weird. Well, I, yeah. I, it's, I think it's just, it's just interesting. We all skip Maduros. And Randy, you and I are big Maduro smokers. We smoke Maduros all right. the time. Uh, I, right. It doesn't surprise me that, uh, that the, the Colorado boys skipped the Maduros. They're not big Maduro guys. Uh, it does surprise me that they skipped bourbon, which I went back and looked. We did bourbon pairings four times this year. They were just kind of backloaded. We did three within like six weeks. Or uh, maybe eight weeks. <clears throat> so it seemed like we did a lot, but we only did uh, we only did four. It's uh, so it's just kind of interesting that we all did different rappers. We all skipped Maduros. Um, did anybody who did Corojo? Just you, Randy? Just me. Yeah, every one of us has a different rapper. And and to to your point, I just I do want to say something on that because I I think if you had just asked me blind, I would have guessed that. I would probably make a generic statement like Maduro's are easier to pair with, um, you know, yeah. dark beers with bourbons. I mean, they're they're very versatile. You know, you you can go with with a lot of different things. Basically, anything that doesn't just completely overpower, you could drink with a Maduro. And so I found it really interesting that everyone submitted their their uh, their pairings and that no one went with Maduro's. And and I wonder if that means something about pairing with Maduro's. Maybe it means nothing, but, but, but I thought a lot about it today since we kind of locked in and we all communicate what we were doing. And, um, you, you know, it, it to me, I, I was thinking, you know, it shows that each one of us is, is interested in, uh, in a more nuanced 
uh, pairing, I, I, I think, because I think, I think uh, you know, uh, again, back to Eric's point about complementary versus co- um, uh, contrasting flavors, the um, the simplest thing to do is say, oh, you know, I get chocolate and espresso here, so I can find a beverage that, uh, you know, resonates with chocolate and espresso. I, I feel like those are kind of simpler pairings, and, and maybe it just says that we're all a little bougie, Rob. Mm. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bougie, I, all the the right amount of bougie. I, th- I think you kind of, I think you touched onto something and this was, uh, it's, it's in a way it's, it's similar to what I was saying about wanting to revisit this numero uno pairing because it was so different. Um, I mean, I know that if I smoke a tabernacle with, and I have a cup of coffee that it's going to be good, right? That was probably to be completely frank, probably a better pairing than what I'm smoking now, but that doesn't make it my favorite. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it, against goes in, you go in with a certain level of expectation of, <clears throat> well, I know that rum pairs really well with cigars. I know that bourbon pairs really well with cigars, especially with the Maduro. So I know that maybe that's why we all didn't go back to Maduro's, but it's also, we just did the two Maduro. We only did two Maduro wrappers and we did them at the end. So maybe they were, it's a recency bias thing and we just mm-hmm. did them and wanted to go back and revisit stuff from, uh, we were feeling nostalgic for uh, for the summer months. I don't know. It, it could be. It's it's a myriad of of things that that could cause us to end up there. Uh, I just know for me, and I can only speak for myself that I there. If I'm looking, let's look at some of the Maduro pairings that we did. <clears throat> we go down into Broadleaf Tabernacle with coffee, very good. Uh, rum with Herrera Esteli Broadleaf. Randy and I, you you and I were split on that. The uh, Russian Imperial Stout with Jacob's Ladder, very good. Manhattan and the Yellow Rose. That was one that I forgot about. That was a really good That's pairing. Excellent. That one crushed that, it. But just remember, that, guys, don't shake your Manhattan. Definitely don't shake don't your shake Manhattan. Don't shake it. You stir it. Why, that's why all. That's the drink. It's the viscosity of the drink. It's gone. You, I, didn't I didn't know. I didn't know. I just made it. You know. Like, oh. we, we've talked about the differences, Jordan, between shaking and stirring. And but we, we talked about it on that episode. That's when I be, figured all this out. Because you did both. During the episode. I, oh, that's right. That's right. You did both. Yeah. We, bourbon with the with the Tabernacle David. That was good too. Uh, peated Scotch with a Sin Compromiso. You guys can't handle the peat. I don't know <laughs> why. Uh, I enjoyed that pairing. Uh, bourbon and the uh, Dogma Maduro, of course, very good. Uh, Undercrown Dogma. The uh, Rum Old Fashioned with Murcielago. Well, that was the Rum Wait, Old what Fashioned. Did yeah. What did you say? Excuse me. You I couldn't even understand <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> And and the 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 port with Neanderthal. Someone in in the audience is doing that pairing, and that was what we did last week. Yeah, yeah somebody. I think that's awesome. Likes. Now, Robbie, yeah. um, on the same kind of point, and I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but um, can you, off the top of your guys' heads, uh, think of some of the pairings that maybe were the least, least, you know, good that you thought in your mind was like the the worst pairing or two, or some to come to mind that you said, yeah, that really didn't work so well and i will say for me the like the sin compromiso and peated scotch um not great in my opinion uh wasn't a good pairing um i wasn't super thrilled with the um just uh, now normally like the the um the porter and the aladino corojo just yeah. not enough for me to like get into but what about what about you guys any uh, thoughts on ones that just fell flat i'm well, i'm scro- i'm scrolling back through the shows here and the 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 porter and the uh, aladino 
that was that one was a bummer for me specifically because porters I think pair really really well uh, with cigars, especially with and I figured with the Corojo uh, Sumatra wrappers those would go really really well. And we went with Aladino Corojo Reserva, which is a fantastic cigar. I think it's a really great expression of Corojo, but um, that pairing fell super flat for me. Um, uh, uh, I'm Looking back and seeing that I, I gave a thumbs down to, excuse me, coffee and the uh, the brulee, but we did coffee with creamer on that, right? Correct. Yeah, that was and it was just too sweet for me. Oh, that's, that's right. Just, yep. That was just too sweet uh, for me. Uh, the El Brujito and Herrera Esteli, uh, I just remember I didn't really like that cocktail. Yeah. Um, but I, I like that a lot. Uh, then the the port and Neanderthal, I, that got a thumbs down from me. <clears throat> And that was more on the port that I had as opposed to the uh, the pairing. I think that the specific port that I had was a bit sweeter, and that was why it didn't really uh, it didn't really resonate. Yeah, no, that that was definitely going to be uh, one of the things that I drew from uh, from you know when I looked back at some of our thumbs down from the year on on both our sides. I think several of those could have been thumbs up with a different selection of the same beverage. I think every one of them was the beverage. Uh, Obviously, you know, season one, we were tied to, we were locked into specific cigars. We handpicked and curated the cigars for season two. Every cigar that we smoked was lights out, top 10, excellent cigar. Um, And so anytime that we went thumbs down, I felt like, like when I, when I went thumbs down on that rum pairing, uh, which was uh, which was oh the Herrera Esteli Broadleaf, um, that was a combination. I had that Lancero Broadleaf uh, that was aged out a little bit, didn't have quite the the you know when I was describing what I was picking up versus what you guys were were getting out of a different Vitola and a newer uh, release. Uh, we were just getting different uh, levels of flavor, and the rum was uh, uh, something that was gifted to me. It's a wonderful rum, but it's very very sweet. And it just completely overpowered the cigar. Um, but but even going back through, other than the El Brujito, where you just took issue with the uh, with the cocktail because you're bougie like that, um, I, I feel like most of these were intensity um, uh, misses. Mm-hmm. And back 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 to to the point you made earlier that we kind of uh, had some. Um, Diversion from the original concept of a good pairing is always going to come back to uh, an equal intensity of some sort and some sort of flavor hook. I don't think we diverted from it so much because I think intensity is always there. I think intensity is the most important thing for uh, pairing because if one overpowers the other, it's going to make a miss. Whether it's complementary or contrasting, that's subjective. Intensity is not so subjective. One's... If one's super strong and the other one's more subtle, it's always going to be a miss. Um, and so for me, that's kind of my takeaway. Wow, that's yeah, a heck the, of a glass. For the podcast listeners, Robbie has about the coolest wine glass it's, you've ever seen in your life. It's straight from Renaissance Fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think originally carried a, a mead of some sort. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, to, to describe, it is a, uh, I guess this is pewter. I'm not really sure. It's a pewter uh, skeleton standing, and he's holding his arms kind of above his head, and the bowl of the, the glass is resting on his head, and his hands are okay. holding Okay, guys, Andy Grimm. I have a Neanderthal. I uh, haven't had it yet. What proof bourbon or whiskey would you guys recommend? Mm. 
I think with, well, you know what, Jordan, I'm going to defer to you real quick because you are the proof uh, diva. As, uh, proof diva. I love that. As, as I'm going to get a shirt as, with that on there. Yeah, proof diva. I think I like that one too. We've yeah. I, we have a line of uh, of apparel that I think will be coming out in 2021 <laughs> with uh, several catchphrases. Uh, I think uh, nose feel will be one of them. Yes. Uh, yes. I think we, uh, you know, don't don't uh, interrupt me during my mouth feel. Maybe is 150 percent. We didn't we come uh, up with one last week? You you Robbie, you had a good one last week too. Nope. Uh, I have a good one every week, Jordan. Go back and watch all the episodes. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, Proof Diva is definitely one okay. of them. But what do you, you've smoked that cigar several times. I have an answer, but I'm curious to see what yours is. Uh, I'm going to go, like, with a regular Neanderthal, I'm going to say anywhere from uh, 100, 100 to 110 proof. For me, so you're that's like you're you're going if you're looking at like in Scotch we'd call that cask strength. You call that barrel proof more or less. It can uh, be uh, it usually you know the hundred proofs. Um, you're gonna they're gonna say bottled and bond. Yeah, there's a lot of bourbons that come bottled and bond. I think that'd be just about right. You guys, yeah, that's 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 kind of what I was thinking. I, I there's there's a lot of stuff, and I'm learning. And thanks to Jordan with just tiny sips of the uh, of the the high proof stuff. I'm learning how to enjoy it, and that enjoy it, and that uh, that barrel bourbon that you all sent us had a little nip of that last night. And really, you just need to pour like a tiny little nip in the glass, just a little bit, and you can enjoy that for a while with yeah. the the barrel proof stuff. And it really does. If you just let it just kind of linger a little bit in the mouth, roll it around on your tongue a little bit, um, <clears throat> it's it's much more enjoyable. I was just trying to drink it like regular whiskey, and it was just not getting it done. Uh, the, the Tabernacle Maduro and Medium Roast Coffee, that was, uh, Jonathan, I don't know if you, you may have said earlier that that was your favorite, but you're not drinking coffee at night. Somebody said that. And I totally agree with that. I hate having coffee pairings because I know they're going to be good unless we put too much cream in it and it's a sweet tip cigar. But uh, <laughs> if, uh, if, if it's just, a, I mean, black coffee with a, with a cigar is always going to be a great pairing, but we're drinking it at six o'clock at night. I'm going to be up until midnight. I can't, in my old age, I can't drink coffee that late. And I don't do decaf. That's just stupid. <laughs> well, 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 I'd love to follow that up because I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking a little bit higher proof. To me, it's because of, of, of the rich chocolatey. Um, it, it, uh, it's an intensity factor. It's it is an intensity factor. Just like you were factor. saying, intensity exactly. is like, key. through that a little bit, yeah. Is, is, is that why, why you went 100 plus there, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, with bourbon... Uh, you can you get in, into some of the barrel proof stuff. You can overpower just about any cigar. Uh, you know George T. Stag, you'll get like 140 proof, and which is amazing. But it's hard to find a cigar that can handle that. Uh, maybe you get the Lord Humongous version of the Neanderthal that could keep up with that a little bit better. But intensity wise, I think for me, like if I had to just like on the spot boil down bourbon to my ideal proof would be 115. Um, it has just enough body, I think, to. Uh, such a diva. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good proof. 115, no, no, 115 120. Hey, he, ba- he backs it up by, by, by supporting with it with, with yeah. the, the viscosity no. and the body and the mouthfeel. You want I'm, that? I'm yeah, that mouthfeel, that thick, syrupy. I want to, like, boil down on a, on a stove kind of viscosity. But, yeah, with a cigar, you go, you can easily overpower a cigar with, when you get the, the barrel-proof stuff that's a little too intense. Anybody else? Yeah, Bourbon you, guys? What? 
I agree with Jordan, and it, it really boils down to what Robbie was saying about how you drink the bourbon, though. Like, if you are, you know, pouring a a pour of, you know, really strong 120 proof, proof bourbon and you're taking big sips, it's going to kill every cigar. But if you're taking, you know, really small sips and sort of letting, you know, your mouth do the work. <laughs> All right. Great. Have a good night, you guys. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. <laughs> then, you have to really be careful with Jack then, around here. Then, I didn't even know. Look, look at how red Eric is turning. That's amazing. Let your hashtag, go. let uh, your mouth do the work. <laughs> You're the same color as the banner behind me. <laughs> Mark Burns, who makes the highest proof bourbon? I've had... Uh, George C. Stagg. No, well, there's higher. There's uh, What's the guys in Virginia that, that, uh, take George, that take the same juice and age it in Virginia? Is it... You're talking about... Um, um, uh, Virginia Boys. Scout? I can't, old, old no, scout? it's not that. Not I, can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I've had a barrel proof... What they do is they take the same stuff that's Buffalo Trace, which becomes... George C. Stagg, they take that juice and they, they age in their own barrels in Virginia. And I've had their barrel proof at a bar once, 159 proof. Ooh. That's the highest I've seen. I will say I will say on this topic, I mean, <clears throat> before last week where we did the port wine, which is just like the sweetest, I mean, wine you can imagine, I would say something, you know, like barrel proof, bottled and bond, something like that. But maybe after last week, I might try something a little sweeter, like maybe mm. an Angel's Envy situation where you kind of got that cherry cask finish. I haven't tried it yet. That might work, though. No, that would probably, that'd, that'd be yeah. an excellent. A little contrast. You got some bourbon there, so you're, not, I mean, you're not drinking water, but I think that a little sweetness might help. It does seem like, like Randy, earlier you were saying how um, Maduro's are a versatile cigar pick for pairings, but in bourbon also is falls into that category. It's a versatile you know, pick other than maybe, you know, with the mild Connecticut's uh, or that kind of thing, or even the Cameroon, like I'm smoking right now, you wouldn't want to go there. But other than that, yeah, like a bourbon pairs well with a Habano, it p- pairs well with Sumatra, it pairs well with, you know, Connecticut Broadleaf, obviously. It pairs, it's a versatile pairing pick. Well, that's what I was thinking about when when, uh, Robbie grabbed the Numero Uno, how versatile that cigar is, because you can drink like a Chardonnay, but you could drink like like seven different things and have a great pairing, because certain cigars, I think, just lend themselves to different... That just means it's a great friggin' cigar. Yeah, but there's a lot lot of stuff like the Hot 10 that you guys smoked this year. It's like, you you could pick nine different things, and they would be great pairings with it. And there's certain cigars that are just like, not that they're one-noted, but they lend themselves better to just a specific yep. kind of. It's now, like it's like port green chili. You can put it on drywall and it tastes good. Yeah, there's there's, there's <laughs> something to be said about the versatility of either you know bourbon is easy because you can, you know, there's the whole spectrum. It covers of, mistakes. Yes, there's a whole spectrum and with certain cigars. And the numero uno covers just mistakes. Like hops, yes. Andy. Now we're getting a lot of questions this episode. <laughs> Another Mark Burns, um, Randy. When we speak of spirits, we say proof, but beer is percentage? Question mark. ABB. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, proof is literally just double the percentage. It's um, uh, there's actually in beer there's there's several other um, measurements that are known in the industry. We talk in Plato, we talk in gravity. Um, it, ABV is is kind of nope, easy. Nope. Don't get in the weeds. Just talk. No, about no, no, no. I'm not going to. I, uh, but 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 other others exist. ABV is is the the nice um, medium that everyone can can understand from a consumer like, standpoint that's the only thing that matters but why but why do we need the term proof when we have just it's cooler the, uh, it's cooler 
It's it really? it's a bigger number. It's because it's America. We like it big. Well, it has to do with like bigger l- better. They had like they would test proof by like lighting, uh, pouring the spirit over gunpowder and seeing if they could like light it on fire. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. That's Randy. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It's it, well, somebody just, to like, look that story up and read it to me while I sit by the fireplace. <laughs> no, <laughs> every single beverage is, is going to have a different one. We we use bricks and wine. We use uh, uh, play-doh and beer. Uh, use proof and spirits. Um, the, these these are measurements that co- that date back to to the origins of when these beverages were developed in different uh, regions of the world. And so uh, again, ABV is is the the um, the equalizer uh, of of all of them. You kind can of tra- universal, right? Right. It's more it's more universal. It, each one has its own unique measurement scale that we use <laughs> in the manufacturing side of things. Jack but, Stan uh, Hazard Stan says Hall of Fame we like comment. it big. Just let your mouth do the work. <laughs> That's yeah. the next shirt. Thank you, Stan. That's the next cup. Well Stan, <laughs> Stan has entered in today's contest seventy six times. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well done. Uh, well, well, this is fantastic. We we can do the we can do the official uh, um, thumbs up, thumbs down. I think everyone's going to know these were hand picked uh, favorite pairing. So uh, I'm I, that this week. Uh, Randy, can you read uh, that? Read it quick. Wow, nice. According to legend, the concept of proof comes from soldiers in the British Royal Navy who, back in the 18th century, had to douse their ooh, <laughs> had to douse their gunpowder powder in rum as a test of its potency. If the wet gunpowder still ignited, it was proof. The alcohol content was high enough. Wow. Which, That's where which, you get Navy proof rum. Okay. There Boom. we go. There we go. Navy proof yeah. rum. I, is I was in the ballpark. Thing. Thank That's you, Joe, for that. Yeah. Well, well done, Joe. Well done. Nicely and well, well done to, to our producer for putting it up four times so I yeah. can read it. Uh, <laughs> Joe, thank you for thank you for knowing what Wikipedia is. Thank you. Yeah, Joe. Thank you for copying and pasting that comment. But he did. He Let's did the give credit. Yeah, he went and got it. Kidding? Joe, please, please. Please don't hold it against us. <laughs> no, but 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 so so I'm I'm a emphatic thumbs up on my pairing. I think this is one one of my absolute favorites, Rob. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, this is yeah, this is can incredible. You, can you imagine you know if we what? did that? Actually, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll wax on a little bit more about mine because just don't I'm wax excited. on. Just let let your mouth do the work. There. Come on. <laughs> yeah, just let my mouth do the work. Uh, because I did want to revisit this for a specific reason because uh-huh. it was. I went back and watched the episode. We all talked about how this was the first time we'd ever paired with white wine. We'd never done it before. Um, and I wanted to make sure that this was not just a kind of a placebo thing where I had just had really low expectations and the pairing was, was good enough to get by. It, I came into this with very high expectations because I knew we all talked about it and we all wanted to revisit this pairing. And there was a reason that I, I jumped at it to make sure I could do it again. And I'm doing the exact same pairing with the same wine the same cigar and it is it's phenomenal it is it's just when you find that right level of of intensity and flavor hook it's it really is a beautiful thing but also to say to uh, to talk on um on jack's point this numero uno you could pair this with a ton of different things Man. i feel like i could pair this with the triple that uh, jordan is drinking now i could pair it with a highland scotch um just something simple like a Glenmorin G10 and, and be very, very happy with the pairing. I could pair it with a Pilsner. I could pair it with, uh, I, I probably wouldn't, I mean, even a, like a lighter, a lighter uh, bourbon um, or whiskey, maybe something in the, the Basil Hayden's type of range would, uh, would pair very well with this. 
It's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal cigar that I know we talked about a lot on this show specifically. Phenomenal. And uh, I know it was a big fan in the dojo, uh, in the dojo verse, so to speak. Uh, it's cigar a, of the year. It's yeah. It was a very, very. Um, it's a great cigar, and it's, it's a Connecticut, but it's super versatile. I, I could have coffee with this. I could have creamed coffee with this. I could do all kinds of different things with the cigar. I think I need to pick up a box of these. Robbie, the, that cigar, that cigar does not strike you as just a typical Connecticut. Like here, here's no. like the Connecticut scale. The Connecticut scale is typically like mild to a little stronger, but they all taste like a Connecticut. Like this is just a stronger Connecticut. That's the one Connecticut that stands out in my mind as being so complex that it almost pushes the boundaries of what yeah. I even understand a Connecticut to be. Like, that no, cigar it's, is not a typical Connecticut, not for strength reasons, but for complexity. It doesn't like to be labeled. There's, there's, so, much, there's so much going on it's with a, it's this. It's a millennial this, cigar. <laughs> so yes, that's how, that's how I would describe it. the... the Put some uh, Taylor Swift on its playlist. The oldest cigar factory in Nicaragua. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> just some hip young guys. <laughs> well, that's a fantastic it, it's, stick. It's, it, this is just... This is... I'm, I'm really glad that we did this pairing to begin the season, and I'm glad that I revisited it. Uh, this is a phenomenal cigar. It's a great pairing. No doubt. Well, with all that being said... So I keep playing and one, Ken, nah, so... Just I wish we could hear that when you I do know. the drops. But uh, uh, so uh, that being said... Uh, I, I'd like to thank everybody for, for joining us in this fun exercise. Obviously, a lot of you guys uh, got to revisit some fantastic pairings with us tonight. We have two more episodes. Wild card, we, baby. Yeah, we, we had to do some math after the last show. I, I, I said that we were going to announce what season three is, but we don't want to let all the cats no, out no, from no. behind the curtain just yet. It has nothing uh, to do with us not being prepared. <laughs> it really doesn't this time. Uh, no, so, uh, so we do have two more wild cards. Uh, we look forward to everyone joining us. Thank you so much for j joining. The, and Rob, the host, will actually end the show. I just wanted, for me personally, uh, thank everybody for your guys' support, man. We, we, we love everybody in the JoJo. It's a great community of people. I have a lot of personal friends now uh, as a result of this. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to announcing uh, three huge winners. Thank you again to Drew Estate and Jack Hire personally for, uh, so for, 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 for loading us up. <laughs> uh, Stepping up big time. Yeah, yeah. With, with such fantastic giveaways, uh, we'll be announcing those um, uh, uh, very soon. In I got to do the work. So, so it'll take me a few days, let's be honest. Uh, but I'll announce that on, uh, on all platforms, but we'll announce it first on Dojoverse. So stay tuned in to what's coming up next on Dojoverse. Rob, why don't you go ahead and take us out? Well, well hold on, I, hold on, hold on. We don't take I us know, out. We, had, we have a musical number yeah, prepared. Randy's, Randy's jumping the gun. Five, six, seven, eight. He's got something going on. One thing I wanted to point out Oh. is that Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff and his lovely wife, Barbie Girl, are enjoying the same pairing that I'm having tonight. And while I went back and watched that episode, this was the first show right after their wedding. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Trivia! And they're still that's, married. I, I yeah. remember their wedding. It's <laughs> when I got his. <laughs> he always has it. Where do you, where do you keep it? It's a holster. He has, a, he has like a holster that he keeps that trophy. Trophy holster. Yeah. I've never but, keep uh, something that shape around me, bro. I, I don't know. I just I, I wanted to point that out. I thought it was really cool that they were doing that pairing. That was the same one that we did the the week after. Uh, it was the first show right after their wedding. So I thought that was very very cool that they're uh, they're revisiting uh, the same pairing. 
not only that I'm doing because I picked the best one. I mean, obviously, yeah. duh. But uh, that it was it's, it's very personal to them too. I thought that was really. Cool. He's bougie and self-centered. Yeah. You're host. <laughs> right. And and, and nostalgic. Like yeah, what are you gonna do? Like I'm I'm the perfect it's level of everything. Yeah. How selfish of you to bring up our good friends Barb and Randy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yes. I'm such a jerk. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. He only brought him up because they were doing what he was doing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to mention it earlier, and there's actually another thing that I want to point out. When earlier, Randy, when you were talking about <clears throat> flavor and how it, like in the flavor memory and your, how it brings you back to like grandma's cooking and all this and that. Uh, I love how when Randy talks about flavor, he sounds like a 15-year-old boy talking about the girl that he's in love with. Yes. And like, like everything Ooh. that's awesome about her. She draws the greatest <laughs> pictures on the front of her uh, book covers or, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and she's she's she does she's a great cheerleader or whatever it is that she's that she does that she's great you know. at. Like you, you will spend hours waxing on about this girl who will never look waxing at you or talk. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Jordan, Jordan. I, it's not even That's me. The same joke. I'm not. It's not That's even the same me. Joke. I know, but it was just worse. It was better right that time around. I'm yeah. keeping my head down here. I'm uh. trying. I'm trying to get through the show. <laughs> I didn't hear the joke. Uh, never Rand, mind. Did you hear the joke? Uh, <laughs> Rand, something you Rand, were talking, Look at his face. He heard the joke. He, he heard the joke. He, he heard, heard it. Look at him. <laughs> so Friday, boys. <laughs> Tell us what's coming up on Smoke Night Live. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's try to save the show <laughs> here. New Year's Day. Yes. New Year's Day show. We are going to have the big New Year's Smoke Night Live special. That's Friday night. That's New Year's Day. Jack will be back. I'm so I'm so excited for this one. Of course, uh, Jordan, the board op, will be here. And uh, not so only bored. that, but <laughs> our good buddy Cigar Coop, William Cooper, will be on the show. Uh, we'll be uh, talking all about this, you know, the, the year that was and the year that is to be. And Terrence Riley from Aganorsa Leaf will also be a guest. So it'll be us five guys uh, talking about Having all the greatest kinds of, times stuff. of our yeah, lives. I can't imagine we're going to talk about cigars for if, more than 45 please seconds. Please join us because everybody on the show, unless you can't drink, uh, we we plan to you know, really celebrate on Friday night. Probably have to Uber home and all that kind of stuff. So be prepared to Uber home after Friday night's show. It should be a blast. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you guys for a fantastic season. But uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. And do we know what that is yet? A wild Sorry. card. Okay, and you'll, you'll, card you'll tell that later. That we have yet to uh, to uh, completely flesh out. Okay, uh, but, will, but but I, if if I can give a teaser out to the audience, please if do. There, if there's going to be a chance that Randy shotguns anything <laughs> this season, it's be over next week, so you're not going to want to miss it. Oh my God! Starting the year off, <laughs> he gonna right. frumble. He gonna frumble. That's Starting the year off right, absolutely. All right, well, that wraps up this episode. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Thanks to everyone who tuned in throughout the year. Everybody have a great New Year, uh, New Year's Eve celebration. Do you guys have any New Year's Eve? Uh, we, can, we can get into this real quick because you won't talk about this on Friday. Do you have any New Year's Eve uh, traditions? Yes. Sushi. Sushi. Really? We order. Uh, we we normally we go to a sushi restaurant, the entire family, and we uh, just go crazy on sushi. Obviously, Friday's different uh, due to 
Doo-doo. Circumstances. <laughs> due, to, due, due to circumstances. So we'll be ordering sushi. Also kind of doo-doo circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it to my house and such. Uh, what, about, what about you, Jack? Um, you you'll never guess what mine is. What? Is drinking 7,000 gallons of alcohol <laughs> and starting my year in the worst possible position. But it's a good theory because if you start New Year's Day at rock bottom. Mm. It can only go up. Boom. Done it so for it, it, the goal really is to wake up with a new piercing. Yes, <laughs> I've done similar. I haven't quite got to the piercing yet, but that's well that documented. Room to grow. <laughs> room to grow. Um, what what started? I, I, I'm curious. The, the sushi. This, that's an interesting tradition. What started that? What caused the the sushi? Because it's tradition? good. Well, I that, love sushi. that is a good question, sushi. and it started a long time ago. I don't know why. We. I think it was just one of those things where we. Uh, the year was 1906. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh. did it once, and sushi. it was cool. So you kept sushi was hot on the scene. Exactly. Exactly. Good old hot six. What about you, Randy? Uh, myself, I, uh, have zero traditions on uh, New Year's and we'll be doing virtually, I, I'll be doing my favorite thing in the world, spending time with my, uh, beautiful wife and son. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And drinking hundreds of gallons uh, of alcohol. Yeah! We're, we're, back. <laughs> we're back on track, baby! He's gonna strip down and run down the street of his neighborhood, screaming at his neighbors. Uh, and you'll see him on your ring doorbell. Fantastic. And Robbie. <laughs> yeah. I know, Robbie, I know you've got traditions. I can see it in your eyes. Dish I, I, on the traditions. We, we have a few things. Uh, my wife, uh, some of her family is from the South, so we do a lot of, uh, uh, we do some Southern traditions, some black eyed peas, collard greens, that kind of thing. Um, one tradition that we have is right at midnight, like as the clock is, is chiming midnight, right? It, for the 12 chimes, like bing, 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 you eat one grape for each chime. Wow. No, this, this, is, this is an actual... Do you, like, put them all in your mouth and try and see how, if you... I'm no, not even going to touch all... it. Nope. I'm not <laughs> even going to go there. Thank you. No, we, actually, we have, like, a, we have this... We have a skewer that we use. It's like, if you were to cook... Uh, uh, kebabs. Yes. Kebabs, yeah. So, and we put 12 uh, grapes... On there. And then you let your mouth do the work. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah. say that, damn it! <laughs> you, eat, you eat one grape at every chime, and each grape represents a month. Is this real? And then you keep, yeah, this is a total thing. And <laughs> you keep track of, like, is it sweet or is it sour? Because grapes are sweet or sour. Like, it's either sweet or tart, right? So if the grape is sweet, that means that month is going to be a good month. If it's do tart. You like, do you take notes? Yeah. And then now this is like every second time? for twelve seconds. No, it's not seconds, but it's oh. like it's like uh, it's like, it's like every three time. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Ding. Yeah. Uh, did you notice Craig you Lee does oh. the same tradition? Yeah. Though? Guys are commenting. It's a thing. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's a thing. It's, it's a, a thing. And and you you do one every chime for um I don't know if it's a second or the rest of the year second, pretty much. Yeah, and then it's it's every month, and if it's a sweet uh, grape, then that month's going to be good. If it's a tart grape, then that month's going to be. So do you then might plan be... your life around it? Do you like ask yes, for a promotion course. on the sweet months and steer clear of anything that might be problematic on the I'm, sour months? I'm like, gonna, I, I'll I'm be so curious rent. about this now. I'm going to be completely real. I forget about it right afterwards. My wife might keep that's, track of it. That's but, the Robbie uh, Raz I know. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's like oh you God. can like. It, and, and, and here's here's how legit it is going into 2020. 
They were they were all they mouth storage. They were all <laughs> sweet for me, which is which was not true because it was you know it was a rough it was kind of yeah. Can, I mean, we, can, can we get year, a formal I mean, grape review on <laughs> Cigar <laughs> Dust? Last 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 year you should have just twelve raisins on there, you know. <laughs> but I, I will say this: the end of my like the last four grapes, five grapes that I ate last year were all very sweet, mm. and the from. My year from like September through December has been very good. So, didn't we used to do an, like an actual tradition Italian smelts? Smelts, yeah, you cook smelts. Mm. Yeah. I'm uh, not familiar with a smelt. Do you care to elaborate? A smelt is a, a uh, is a tiny fish, yeah. and you grill it. In fact, it's like a well, you, you batter it up. You, right? you batter it up. You grill it, and you literally can just eat it with the bones and all. You just eat the whole thing. It tastes like pumpkin seeds. Yeah, so weird. Oh. But there's no so cool. Here, there's no cool meaning. But we like, stopped doing. We don't doing eat that. a fish every. We, we stopped doing that one, after the one one After the Italian smelt was outlawed in 47 <laughs> countries. The, the, the great smelt shortage of <laughs> yes. 62. Yeah, you guys heard, but there was there was some pretty. One of the smelts said some pretty messed up stuff on the internet, so we had to <laughs> cancel. We, we had to get rid of that tradition. <laughs> so th- there's there is one, and I'll, this will be my last one. There's one that we're incorporating this year that we've never done before is you take a tiny strip of paper, and this is a Russian tradition. Oh, jeez. You take a small strip of paper, and you write like your like a wish for the year. That's a Chinese tradition, I'm pretty sure. It's not. But they're, they're China and Russia touch. I think they share a border. No, it's, it's, it's it, it may be. It's, it's Russian. So you, you write it down, and then you burn it. This is how he used to and communicate then, with Santa. This is a callback. <laughs> I don't know why I tried it. To be serious at all, <laughs> yeah, you write it down and then you burn it, and then you put it in a champagne flute and you pour champagne in there and then you drink it. You just drink ash, and, and that is, and you're kind of like wow. drinking in your wish for the upcoming year. Robbie takes twelve beads, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> smells twelve wishes, and he sardine. lights them all on fire in his mouth. Smells are on the string. We're talking about something different, actually. And sardines are fantastic, by the way. <laughs> on that note. There's, there's all kinds of, of interesting traditions. Do some research about traditions around the world. There's really interesting stuff. I'll get right oh, on that. Jeez, Robbie. Goodness. <laughs> can, 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 can we actually get, uh, on Dojo Verse tonight, can we get a hashtag traditions? I would love for people oh, that's to good. share these. I'm, I'm going oh, on, on Dojo yeah, Verse. I'm checking I'm in. Be, I will check yeah. in. With, I've got like 40 of them. Wow. Oh, it sounds like But I will check in. Maybe I'll find one that I can adopt for, for my son to, to pick up. You're going to adopt a son? Every year on New Year's, we adopt a son. And by year about 17, you're so financially crippled by the endeavor. <laughs> you can't even imagine. By the year 2043, I'll have as many children as Eric. Look at Sensei. He's completely, he is off the rails. I will, I will say that Randy did try to end the show about, about 12 minutes ago. I don't know there if we're better off for it. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh. On that note. Yes. Amazing. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, right. I was trying Everybody to get a zoom in on him. It didn't, it didn't work. Darn it. No. <laughs> I, I know what you were going for. Uh, everybody have a great New Year's, great New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Be happy, be healthy, be safe. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We will see you next year as Odyssey continues. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Hashtag.
Okay.